I don't know. We still should have done it last night. What? Waiting on you this What's time. What's your problem? Yes. I'm just not feeling it today. I don't know if it's... Great. Uh, That's a good way to start. Everyone loves to hear that when they start this thing up. If it's been the week off or two weeks off. Lost my pen. This is first thing in the morning, Thursday. The last possible minute we could be doing this. As always. Thanks to Joe. I was saying we should have done it last night, and then you went off and uh, I, I tirade. What did you do last night? I had to take the kid to her volleyball practice, and that didn't didn't get home till 10. Right. And then, you know, by the time you get things all figured out and everyone in bed, it's 11. What do you got to figure out? Get your stuff ready for the next day and all that. What do you got to get, get ready for? all sorted out. No, no, you got nothing to get ready for the oh, next day. No. Okay. Well, that happened. Except deciding what jersey you're going <laughs> to wear as you're wearing a jersey right now. Yeah, well, as I told you yesterday, there is a national movement for today for everyone out of respect to the tragedy that happened in Saskatchewan. Every good Canadian is wearing a hockey jersey today. Don't give me that. Not Joe! <laughs> Don't give me that every... Oh, every I'm not going to do that. Every good Canadian bullshit. What, what would it bother you out of respect for what happened... To wear a jersey today. I felt sorry for the for them and what happened. And I watched their little specials that they put on air. Good enough. I don't need to wear a jersey. Why can't you fall into uh, you know brotherly love and Why solidarity with the rest of Canadians with, with the other lemmings that love hockey? Nope. I'm gonna see it's dress up day too. Got your collared shirt on. Sleeves are rolled up like your uh, what do you? Sleeves are rolled up. Are you going for an election? It's uh, it's a new one. It's not tucked in, but it's the right length where you don't have to tuck in into your jeans. So it's not a dress shirt. It's the in-between dress shirt slash. <laughs> and Bill's eyes just literally, your eyelids shut, but I know your eyes rolled full know. 360 degrees uh, within your melon. I'm a little disappointed you wouldn't wear a hockey jersey no, like fuck that, that would hurt you. I don't care about that. Besides, my wife is wearing the only hockey jersey that I have, and that's because it was given to me. My Montreal Canadian, it was uh, mint, uh, but my wife did cut off the uh, the, uh, the the tags on it today because she's going to wear it to her work because they've been requested to wear jerseys. Yeah. Everyone and, has. And this one was signed, and this is numbered and signed by Yvonne Conrayer. Hmm. And you being a Frenchie know who that is. But I did offer to but, bring you a jersey yesterday as well. Who's uh, who's that hockey player I just mentioned? Uh, old-timer? One of the great old-timers for Montreal. It's okay. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you jerseys. Eat my ass. All the, the kids have been requested to wear jerseys today, so they all found some jerseys for them to wear to school. And uh, a lot of Canadians as well have taken to putting, like, a hockey stick on their front door as well. Show solidarity and respect. I'm trying to roll my eyes up back into my head like you do, but I don't have the skill. So I'm, but I'm looking up at the ceiling right now. Joe. I'm wearing my dress shirt and got my chain out yep. over top. No chain, by the way, guys. I don't wear chains. Well, I want to apologize for my voice. I'm getting over... Uh, yeah, you sound like shit, and this record's going to be shit because of that. 
Welcome back, by the way. Welcome back. STC Pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. It is a welcome back, I guess. I don't know. It's only, I've been back two days at work. I came back yesterday, uh, came back a little late, and I had to use some vacation time to, because I had an eye doctor appointment first thing in the morning. You had what? Eye doctor appointment. Oh, is this an iritis specialist? Well, he's, he's an eye surgeon that I go to. That's good. What's it called uh, when you're an eye surgeon? I, I keep wanting to say orthopedist, but that's for the foot. It's not orthodontist. I'd use uh, I'd use my phone and ask Siri, but I don't have a phone. Are you talking optometrist? Yes. But you're you're saying eye surgeon. That's beyond not optometrist. Well, he's not an optometrist then. Whatever whatever the eye people that do surgeries and make up eye and prescribe eye for conditions shit. like this. Okay. And after that, you went and picked up a CPAP machine. You got all your medical stuff in order. Well, no. Then I had to come. Out? Then I had to come into work. Oh, so while you're at work, you called them and set up an appointment to pick up your CPAP machine. No, I haven't had time yet. You haven't had time yet. Okay, but the iritis guy. Let's get that going. These are follow-up appointments to before I left on vacation. <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm crazy. All true. Yeah, uh, but why don't you follow me to these appointments and see what it's all about? How about you set up the important stuff though? Let your little make believe stuff that can go on the back burner. Uh, sorry, I don't want to go blind. I don't think you're going blind just because your eye. Uh, gets uh, a I did have bad. a crappy sleep last night though. The daughter has a, she's got a cough or something, and she fucking whines that when she's sleeping that her cough doesn't let her sleep. That kind of sounds like you. So that I don't whine, and I don't cough. <laughs> oh yeah, you have a perpetual fake cough that I have to endure 365 days a year. That little <coughs> for no reason. No, that's when I. That's when I'm. That's the residual from after having a a, a cold. I tend to get like a cough for a couple of weeks. Forever, you always do that. It's like a psychosomatic thing. No. You don't even notice you're doing it. I'm just telling you about no, it. No, I have I didn't cough once yesterday. I don't normally cough, dude. Yeah. I do sniffle though. Anyway, uh how about before we continue on? Um I hope you appreciated the uh guest host that I provided you with before oh, yeah. I left on vacation. You did not. Just nothing. so you know, I did prior to that record reach out to eric and say uh we're going to be needing you probably for a record this week (laughs) bill's going to reach out to you yeah i think everyone knows that cannot be true in any way but i do want to say a big thank you to uh, eric mighty q dog for coming out coming in and filling in he was uh he was good times i did take some notes on the show but i don't know if i'm going to bother reading them oh you listened to it finally well, I listened to it. Did you update the blog? 
Yes. But no one gives a shit about it. Okay. Well, that took an extra week. Unless you're buying Amazon, that's the only reason to go to our blog site, or the uh, website, stcpod.com, for all your Amazon purchases. So you finally listened to it. I love it. Please reach out. Let us know who actually uses the site, or the blog site, to listen to the show. Or do they just watch it off of iTunes? Uh, I listen to it off iTunes. I'm sure some people get a little Google notification when that blog gets updated. But aren't they already listening to it on iTunes, like everybody else? No. Did you listen to it on iTunes? That's the only way I listen to it. Did you listen to it on iTunes? Yesterday? Well, I listened to it ah, through Podbean. No, I li- come again. <laughs> I listened to it through Podbean only because I was saving my listen for when I came into work and I could sit beside you and listen to it for the first time and you could experience my full wrath at at me and what you, I could only because I was imagining how you were going to do the show, which was what? Well, you know, I was expecting a radio voice, Bill. <laughs> no. I did go easy on Eric, of course. It was very gentle. That was one of my complaints. It was uh, next time he gets full, full on. And when I say easy, I don't mean like uh, dirty secrets and stuff like that, but just you know, more stuff that we don't, or a lot of people may not have heard or know about. You know, just delving into areas that he hasn't. he hasn't talked about, I guess. What are you talking... You're saying we didn't do that? You didn't do that. We didn't do that. You didn't do that. Did you listen to the show? Well, or was that one of your siesta times? Well, I heard Because that's all we talked about was no, stuff no. no one knows about. No, the first half was stuff that everyone knew about. And then the second half was... Uh, the quiz was good. I like that. All right. Well, maybe the first half there was touches of stuff that no one had heard about, but... You're such started- a piece of shit. That was like... <laughs> Hardcore getting to know someone from the ground up, where you grew up, what you did, how you grew up. Yeah, well, I was looking for more of uh, just a general, <sighs> just just two people getting together, just just talking about other things than wow. delving into like. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe it. The first thing you're going to say about that show is critique, is criticism, that well, it wasn't good enough. I didn't say it wasn't good enough. I just said that's, I, I was expecting. What else did you want us to talk I about? I don't know. It's just about shit. Just anything. Aside uh, from. We, did we talk about like our first music experiences and first movies and, uh, yeah. you know, bike riding and stuff and nah. being altar boys? Nah. I don't think you heard anything. <laughs> now, granted, next time I, we do get down and dirty with them, we find out uh, virginity stories nah, and uh, dates and times, locations, yeah, all that stuff. That's when we get into the goods. But I don't I think, know if I'd want to do that. I think everyone is saying Joe is completely off his rocker on this one. Like that. I thought I pulled off a pretty good one. A pretty good. Actually, movie. you know what I was expecting—a solo Jesus show. Jesus Christ! I uh, thought I thought you were going to man up like I did on uh, Transformers and Beer and do a solo episode. You mean just read articles from the well, newspaper? Re- no, you you pull titles and then you dis- you read mm. you discuss it off the cuff, like I did. Wow, 
I was pretty proud of the last episode. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I said it was good. Nope. But I was expecting, I thought it'd be different. That's all. Different. Anyway, thanks to, uh, thanks, Eric. I appreciate you, uh, you know, giving up your time and, and spending it with Bill there. And it was good. I enjoyed it. I even took some time in mixing audio at the end. I didn't like that. Why didn't you like that? Uh, was that from like Les Mis or something like yeah. that? Yeah. But that's okay. It was your show. I thought you would have just taken the week off. I'm not a big jerk to the listenership. I'm not a jerk. (laughs) People people are okay. No, after all of this statement. No. People are okay with uh, time off. It's all right. I think we're we're not taking time off after two plus years or 179 episodes. Uh, I think we're entitled. How much time off do you need? It's not like we're putting a lot of load on you over here, right? Mental load is, is really? crushing me right now. Really? And we're going to go back into this again? Maybe if you had your CPAP machine going, you would have a decent rest, and you'd be all together for the day. Hmm? Uh, Anyways, we should be in good moods for this. You're back. We should be all happy. I was happy yesterday. Instead, you're here all dressed up with your shirt and your sleeves rolled up like you're going for some election you're running in the election let me tell you folks this is what it why is it anytime i put on like a, a semi-casual <laughs> shirt that's not a t-shirt you go off the you go tits off the rail like well come for a job interview burp and this coffee man why is there so much cream in why, it why do you got fucking uh, why is there so much cream in this coffee why do you got cum in your throat one cream that's all you gotta remember. One cream. This is an extra large McDonald's coffee. Two cream. It doesn't matter. It's like two cream. It's like when Jesus fed the five thousand with just two fishes. Mm. One cream miraculously will cream no matter what size of a coffee. Did you pull that Bible reference just because you were talking about being an altar boy, uh, Eric? Sure. Were you an altar boy? No. No. I wouldn't waste my time doing that. But you're Mr. First Pew, first row. Yeah, well, I, I can appreciate going to church and, and enjoying the sermon. Oh, you can appreciate... Oh, man, someone pull that clip. What a bunch of bullshit if I ever... But I don't want to be an altar boy. Oh, my God. You know, I'll, get, I'll tell you another perk that came from that. Because we were in Catholic school at the same time. Uh, <laughs> if there was a funeral or something... They would come and pull you out of class to work uh, the funeral. So he got out of class. He did some uh, altar serving for a funeral. And then they took you uh, to the reception and all that. You got to eat all you wanted. Mingle with the people. They took you out of school saying that some family member has died for some family. Uh, And we need you to be an altar boy. Yep. So what if you got like a test going on or something? You got out of it. It was great. And then you got to go, and the funerals have a little different, mm. uh, uh, you know, uh, that things you have to do as a altar boy. So uh, Were you making that ringing the bell motion here? You had to do that. Got the incense out for funerals, which is always fun. 
lighting the incense, and then uh, you know all the is food at common, the reception. Is that common that they would across the board that they would pull kids out of school? Yeah, if they're having a full mass for the funeral, they need they mm. need people up there. Mm. I never knew about that. Of course not. I'm not doubting it. I just didn't know about it. Of course not. A lot you don't notice from the first pew. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm there deep in thought, retrospective, oh, yeah. thinking about what the priest is saying, or I'm reading ahead in passages in the uh, in the book. <laughs> or sometimes I would... You are such a bullshitter. <laughs> You're trying to kid. <laughs> or sometimes I would thumb through the... Uh, the uh, uh, what was the name of the book? You know, the book that had all the music in it. The hymnal? No. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> the, I think so. The music book. The hymnal. And, uh, you know, just going through uh, the songs that I would like, you know, enjoy as a kid. Like, uh, you know, God Created Earth and all that stuff. Wow. This is <laughs> something else. Enough of this shit, man. People want to hear where you've been and what happened. I want to hear all about it. I was uh, had to leave for a family vacation for uh, uh, my wife's uh, aunt, one of her aunts, was getting remarried, and uh, so we had a family trip down to uh, Mayan Riviera in Acumel, Mexico. Yeah, Mayan Riviera. Well, Don't dress it up. Well, you went to Mexico. I went to Canada. Well, where did you go in Canada? <laughs> did you go to Toronto? Did you go to Vancouver? Did you go to Halifax? Oh, I went to Mexico. Where did you go in Mexico? I went to the Mayan Riviera. I went to the Grand Mayan. And this is where you go off. It's like, oh, that sounds hoity-toity. Well. Nope, it wasn't. It was nice. It's not hoity-toity. So you got it's a forced, region in Mexico. You got forced into this destination wedding. Yeah, I did get forced. With your people who you were told were your new friends. So it was about 46 people, I think, ended up going down. Uh, you took the whole family. Well, I, Because money's no object, right? Well, my wife went, thus I had to go, thus the two kids had to go. Thus, the two kids the two, and the mother-in-law. The two kids were in the wedding party. And then the mother-in-law. Because it's her sister. Because that ensured you would never have to see your kids while you were there. No, I watched the kids the entire time. Mother-in-law went because it was her sister who was getting remarried. And then, uh, so yeah, there's the five of us. And then most of us were on the, the, the same flight down. Uh most of us being other members of her family. Uh, and I have to admit, it was probably the best flight I've ever been on. It, it was one of those flights where, you know how you sometimes experience like turbulence in the air, or the seatbelt sign comes on, or the landing can be super rough? I don't remember anything about the flight. And it's not because I was sleeping. I was awake watching movies. Mm. Nothing about the flight and nothing about the landing. That's how smooth it was. Okay, but... It was like sitting on a couch. How did you get to the airport? We drove. You didn't take the airport limo or anything? No, like I never that? do that because I don't like people seeing an airport limo come to the house and then they know you're going on vacation. Everyone's watching Joe. 
Okay. No, I'm thinking of safety. So where did you park for the duration? At the park and fly business? No, I never do the park and fly because that's outdoors. <sighs> that's outdoors, right. Can't do Normally that. Normally we park by the by that rail tram that takes you from the uh, parking garage and then you get on the you know the overhead rail train there's a monorail yeah there's a monorail and the monorail takes you right to the airport in pearson there's a monorail yes. are you dreaming this have you ever been to pearson a few times no, you've never taken the monorail no i haven't that's for a, a, a monorail. amount of people i guess there's a monorail that goes from one of the parking garages I've never and seen that. And then it stops at the hotel, and then the next stop is at the actual terminal. But the uh, last two times we've gone, we've parked directly next door to the terminal, so you never have to go outside at all. And what's that cost? That's uh, the same. It's like, for a week, it's like $90, I think, or something. Uh, I think it's got to be more than that. I don't think you have the, a clue, because you didn't have any idea. Why do you ask if I tell you I'm something? I'm just curious and like, what, what you'll come up with. Because you, you don't know. Other people will write, no, of course I don't know. Other people will write in and tell me. I'm telling you. All right, so you rode this magical monorail so we to had the airport with all the kids and everything. Between uh, the four of us, we had eight, eight suitcases and uh, either one or two carry-ons. So Why? Why so much suitcases? I don't know. I suppose you need formal wear, maybe? No, it's, the wedding was on the beach. Okay, well, I don't know what's going on there. So well, what's the deal silk, inside Pearson silk now? Silk shirt and... Uh, silk shirt? And, oh, and we had to go all out like the movies. I got to be in my white silk shirt, flowing in the wind. Well, you're, you're getting... It's, it's hot, you're on the beach? Oh, my God. I'm proud to say I don't own a silk shirt. It was actually very soft. Actually, was it silk? What's the really fine material that breathes? Anyways, it was it was a wedding beach dress uh, uh, shirt, whatever you call those things. Can someone do me up some artwork of this, please? Joe in his silk shirt. See, just like the movies, he gets stuff in his head. This is how it is in the movies. I was just trying to be presentable. I didn't own one. I had to go out and buy one. How do you get that in your head that I have to go buy a white silk shirt for the beach wedding? Because that's what everyone wears on beach weddings. Is it? And then they got the, the went to Banana Republic and got like uh, the, uh, their, their khaki pants. <laughs> and then got a pair of like uh, boat, <laughs> not boat shoes, but like, uh, you know, shoes you could wear for a beach wedding. Oh my God. <clears throat> I can't wait. Anyway, to, that's. I hope there's pictures of this. But we got to, uh, anyway, so yeah, all that bullshit luggage, got on the plane, no problem. No, what about Pearson now? Because I hear it's like so much automation now. You don't even go up to anybody. It's uh, all this well, kiosk business. The kiosks have been there for a number of years, but there's more of them now. So when you're checking in, you're literally, remember the old days, you have to line up forever to check your baggage but also check in so that's why those lineups would always take forever now they've got rows and rows of kiosks where you put your passport on it scans your passport gives you your boarding pass gives you your tags for your luggage you still have to check in your luggage which means you go up to an attendant 
you know, and they put, throw your luggage on the conveyor belt and it takes it off to the plane. But that whole process there is a lot faster due to these kiosks taking care of the whole uh, uh, checking in part. So literally you just, they weigh your, your uh, they weigh your luggage just to make sure and then they throw it on the conveyor belt and you're gone. I don't know, Pearson's nice, but it, I don't know. Who's wrangling the kids at this point? Well, they're with us because they each have their own knapsacks and their own carry-on luggage. Yeah, who's looking after them? They're with us. Who's looking after them? Well, they're in between one of us three adults. Okay. So we're all eyeballing them. Do you have the tether on them? No. Okay. I don't wear. I don't dog collar them like some people do. So that was, uh, and then we just, you know, did the usual. The flight was. Um, Ah, oh, shit, what time was it? We left the house at 12.30. I think the flight was at 3 or 4. Uh, Four-hour flight. We got food on the plane. I think we we, we actually we had pre-ordered a meal. Because they don't normally give food, I think. So we got what meals. What airline are we talking? Uh, Air Canada. Were they special with the kids? Yeah, the kids had uh, their VIP kid medallion things what are the, the thing the rope around the neck with the card on it what's it called lanyard yeah lanyards <laughs> so they got like uh basically i just gave them like a, a a special treat snack for the flight full of tranquilizers no they were uh my son watched the in-flight movies actually have gotten really good. So he watched an in-flight movie. I forget what it was. My sister-in-law sat beside me. It was my sister-in-law. I was in the middle, and then my son had the the window seat. Sister-in-law watched uh, that water movie that we we watched, Shape of Water. My son watched something else. Uh, flight down, I watched uh, Thor Ragnarok and uh, Justice League. Both pieces of shit. What was wrong with Thor? Too much jokey jokes. Here we go. And the first scene in the movie gave away the last scene of the movie where Thor's fighting the uh, fire demon. And he goes, I just have to get to Rag or uh, fucking Valhalla, wherever the city's name is, and put my sword in the in the fire pit, and and Ragnarok will will uh, happen, and I'll destroy all of. Uh, yeah. Valhalla. Yes. Oh, all right. Guess what happens at the end of the movie? Yeah. Well. But didn't need to waste two hours of my life watching that joke fest. Yeah. <sighs> it's not dark enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Why does everything got to be fucking disney Why do I have to be entertained? Why does everything got to be Disney for kids? Don't make me laugh. I hate everything. Anyway, so there, were just couple, said there were a couple jokes in the movie, but I, I wanted something a bit more serious, man. Goddamn, everything's got to be catered yeah, you know to 10-year-olds. You know how many people olds. died in that movie? On-screen deaths? Quite a bit. It's got, yeah, but they died. Quite a bit. They died in uh, so that 10-year-olds could watch it. That sort of effect. 
I mean, uh, it was pretty scary. It was, it, All the it was not scary. It was scary. Yeah, yeah she was throwing those swords. And she Are you kidding me? Her. She was very intimidating. It's ridiculous. It could have been uh, very harrowing. Justice League is, ugh. Let's not go there. Yeah, so for a four-hour flight, you watch six hours of movies. Yeah, plow through the two. Well, I started the first movie as soon as I sat down. So I just managed to squeeze both in. Wow, that's some good child supervision you're doing there. Yep. He had his movies. He had food. Uh, so yeah, four flight, four hour flight down. Got there. Uh, then they herded us onto. Uh, we had our own bus that took us to the airport because there was so many people on the flight. That took you. Uh, sorry, to the resort. What was customs uh, like? Getting into uh, easy man, yeah, yeah. Just went through kind of thing. Guy checking you off. Yeah, the usual. They just put your bag through the conveyor belt. They they go through your carry on just to make sure there's no crazy shit. Super easy. Um, you took the bus to the resort. It was an hour and a half bus ride to Oof. the resort. Was it a harrowing drive? Because usually those guys are crazy. No, these are. Full size, yeah. Coaches, coaches, yeah. But they usually just drive them like mad. No, this is Mex- this isn't this isn't Dominican where you're on a school bus driving through a a road on the side of a cliff. <laughs> yeah, this is you're driving down like a North American highway. And uh, so yeah, hour and a half. We didn't get to the resort till. Uh, 11 o'clock at night. Oof. So, we, so you uh, didn't have time to get into your silk shirt yet? Nope. So we checked in. Uh, the bride and groom were there a day early, so they greeted everybody at the at the resort, and we just checked into the room and got the kids to bed, and that was it. And then the next day just starts off, same routine, man. Get up, reserve your uh, chairs by the pool, go to buffet, uh, come back to the pool. Go to buffet for lunch, come back to the pool, go to your room, clean up, get dressed, go to uh, your restaurant for dessert or for dinner, hang out for some drinks after, go to bed. Wash, rinse, repeat. That's exciting. So there was a rehearsal. The wedding was on, um, we got there Saturday. Sunday, no, we got there late Friday. Saturday was just a relaxed. Uh, there was the rehearsal walkthrough for on Saturday. Sunday was a relaxed day. The wedding was on Monday, 4 p.m., super hot, super sunny, right by the water in a gazebo. The two kids were, uh, he was the, uh, she was the flower girl. And she had a basket full of petals, and she was supposed to shower the beach with the petals, and she just uh, didn't do any of that. She just walked straight down and was in this trance and didn't know what to do. He was the ring bearer. The rings were tied to a, uh, with a string, and he was carrying like a teddy bear, mm. and the rings were tied to that. As he's walking down, I'm watching him because I'm filming him, and I'm sitting at the back. There's only like bride section groom section with like four rows of chairs in each right I'm sitting at the back because I wanted to photograph he's walking he's about 
maybe 20 feet away from all of us and I see something shiny fall into the sand under him. And I took a mental note because I didn't know what it was. So he gets to, uh, you know, the front of the thing and the uh, um, couple other people have to walk down and the bride comes down with her sons and they walk her they walk her to the uh, the bottom of the aisle where then the groom took her and they both walked up the front. Then I see a couple people, like the best man and uh, the uh, the groom's daughter and someone else come to the back and then they start walking away and they're looking through the sand because they're looking for the two wedding rings that had fallen off the bear. Uh, luckily I had marked mentally where I thought I had seen something fall. So I walk over, I go, hey, what's going on? And they say, oh, the wedding rings, they're missing. So there, and the stretch of sand that these, everyone had walked was literally uh, probably at least 50 meters. Like it was a good distance, right? It was from the, the main path, the main path all the way to the gazebo, which was right by the water. So it was good distance. Luckily the rings had fallen, like I said, maybe about 20 feet away. So I went to where I thought I saw them, and after like a minute or two, I found, I see these two rings together in the sand. Picked them up. Uh, bride and groom had no idea what was going on. So I uh, gave the rings to the uh, best man, and the ceremony just continued on. And they, they, they found about afterwards. So luckily I was actually paying attention. Shocking. Saved the day. Nice work. That's uh, extremely lucky that your son didn't step on him, too, and just grind him down. I think, well, and there were the other people, too, right? Yeah. So that was the actual ceremony, not the rehearsal? That was the actual ceremony. Wow. And you had your silk shirt on? Yeah, I was, yeah, buttoned down, cut off. Uh, not cut off, uh, short sleeve uh, shirt. It was still super hot. And then we went to, uh, we had drinks. In a tent on the beach, and then we got taken to uh, one of the restaurants on the resort and had dinner there. And then we went out to a, a private tent by the pool and had the uh, the uh, the dance part there. Mm. And that was it. I left early because the kids. Uh, I think we kept kept the kids up till about ten or nine, nine or ten, whatever it was. So then they were super tired, so I took them back to the room. And that was it. You used that as an excuse to bail. Uh, well, I don't dance, um, at least very well. So I was more just taking pictures. The kids were loving it because... Um, yeah, I imagine. They were like, kids, it's 8.30. No, they were out there dancing on the floor like a storm. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, why didn't you let them stay out a little bit later? Oh, they were falling asleep. I bet. Kids, you're falling asleep. No, Dad, we're uh, having fun. No. So you hid in the room. Did you take drinks up with you to the room? Well, the fridge is stocked in the room. Oh, was it? Yeah. Which I didn't take advantage of. I didn't really. That was comp. That was part of the. That's uh, the usual hotel bullshit where they fill it with pop or water and and uh, the beer there was. Uh, uh, Dos Equis. Yeah, but was that part of the inclusiveness, or did you have to pay extra for the no, stuff? No, that's in the included. Room? That's standard. 
Oh, and you should have went down. Well, it's you're drinking all day, so it's like, what's another free beer out of your hotel bar fridge going to do, right? It's another free beer. Actually, and I rarely drank. The only time I drank beer really was at dinner time. It was um, I tended just to have uh, mimosas all day, which is uh, champagne and orange juice, just because it doesn't make me tired. I only drink champagne. <laughs> Bring me your champagne. Well, it's... Uh, sir, can I get you a rum? Does it have champagne in it? No, I don't like drinking the hard stuff. Do you think this silk shirt will drink rum? <laughs> Who doesn't have fucking rum, man? Rum and Coke. It's not enjoy as enjoyable. Oh, man, you're something else. There should well, be I, a camera on you the whole time. I had my uh, Bubba mug. Your what? My Bubba mug. What is that? Explain to the folks at home. Well, it's the mugs that you buy when you go on like tropical vacations that they fill up for you so you don't have to run to the bar every two seconds because your small little coffee cup of drink is, is empty, right? Mm-hmm. So picture like a... Uh, it's a, it's a big fat mug, man. I don't know what do you want to call it with a with know. a plastic lid on it. Oh, so you're like cousin Eddie there with the giant drink. Yeah, it's not like super oversized where it's obscene, but <laughs> it just saves you from walking back every like two seconds, right? So it's like they fill it up and it probably holds like three or four drinks worth. So you're good for like an hour or so. And uh, it was a big resort. There's three resorts on the property, all intertwined together. We um, said so there's about 1,200 people, I think, uh, and it didn't feel crowded like other resorts that I've gone to have, so that was nice. Beaches were nice. The kids enjoyed that. And then uh, for the rest of the week, like everyone stayed for the full week, so everyone just did their own thing after the wedding. Some adults or some of the older kids went to like the adult-only section on the beaches or... You know, we stayed by the pool or we went by the, uh, the, uh, you know, like the, the family parts of the beach where kids would go or whatever. And that was it, man. That was the room. What was in the room? The room setup was two, two twin beds and then one, the couch was made into a bed as well. It wasn't a couch. It was like, it's actually like a small mini futon bed so my daughter slept there my wife had a bed to herself okay and i slept with my son who uh kicks and fidgets and moves all night there's no way it was two twin beds two queens twins or single beds uh two queens yeah two queens (laughs) and a pull-out couch why didn't you just put the two kids on the pull-out couch? It wasn't big enough. Why didn't you put uh, two kids on the one queen and you and the wife and the other queen? Uh, it wasn't big enough. These beds really weren't big enough for... like we, It wasn't even the queen. Look at When you're used to the California king at my house... Jesus Christ. They weren't, they weren't queens because they were smaller than queens, whatever a queen is. A double. It was probably double, but even that terminology is pushing it. Hmm. So 
did they do the thing with the towels every morning and make no, uh, animals didn't. and shit? Nope. Was there any other uh, amenities that uh, struck you with the room? No, the room's pretty basic. There were three-story buildings that we were in. Uh, each floor, I think, may have had four or five rooms. So we were on the first floor, which is nice. Uh, had our own little patio. It was weird. They had weird, like there was iguanas all over the property. You'd see them all the time walking around. There was these aardvark type animals. I don't know what what they were. The snouts weren't as long as aardvarks, but you'd see them walking around the property. You'd see these things that looked like monkeys because they had monkey tails, but they weren't the monkeys that we know of. They were like, I don't know what they were. See those things walking around the properties, digging up the grass, looking for grubs or something. Hmm. It's really weird. Um, but yeah, you know, aside from the last times, couple times I've gone to resorts, which have been in uh, Dominican, and I was always opposed to going to Mexico. I, aside from that one hotel that we went to in Dominican, that was uh, just by itself on the island. Uh, so that was like a private resort. Uh, I actually had a really good time in Mexico. Cool. The food, the, you would have liked the food. You and I would have. Uh, the buffet was excellent, which was surprising. And what about when you went into town to take in the local culture? No, I don't leave property. So you didn't get to see any of the country? No, I didn't want to. You didn't get to see any of the, like, cenotes or... The what? Cenotes. God bless you. <laughs> Any Aztec ruins? Nope. The Mayan Peninsula, as you would say? No. no. I heard they don't let people walk up the uh, up, up the uh, the pyramids there anymore because someone had just fallen down recently on the steps. So I think they only let you like, look at it from the ground level. Did other people of your party go out no. and experience no. anything? No, just so you could have went to a resort here in Muskoka and had the same thing. Minus the nice weather yeah. and uh, tropical experience and uh, native uh, native culture. You did not experience native culture. Yeah, did I spoke to people there? <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, so yeah, breakfast every day was like <coughs> same routine for me, man. I get them to make a nice omelet for me. Uh, I have some salami, some uh, prosciutto, some cheese, nice uh, fruit platter, and then lunch was always like a couple platefuls of uh, either ribs or like uh, mussels. And then uh, the dinners were, we had one buffet dinner and then the rest were like at the uh, different uh, restaurants you could reserve a spot for. And I don't know, compared to like, Hands over, it's way, food is way better than Dominican. So, and the beaches were nice. People were a lot nicer, I felt, than they were in Dominican. Were you having a tip as well, or was that all taken care of? No, you tip at dinner time and stuff like that. Or if a waiter, you're like, say after dinner, we would go sit on one of the patios and listen to some live music or whatever. Waiters would come by and say, can I get you a drink? And if they went and got us like four or five drinks, you know, you tip them a couple bucks and that was it. 
All right, so uh, <clears throat> getting ready to leave, was that a hassle? Getting everyone prepared? I was ready after five days. So, cause some people left after five days and some people stayed for another two days. Majority stayed for the full seven. I was done after five for some reason. Uh, it's only, it, the weather was super hot. It rained one day, but that was only at nighttime. I didn't hear from you once. By the way. Oh yeah, I should probably explain that part of the show. Um, so I've been without a cell phone now. We're recording Thursday, April twelfth. Um, I think I've been out with a cell phone now for almost a full week. Because uh, one day I took my cell phone with me and I uh, had it in my swim short pocket, and then proceeded to jump into the pool, and didn't realize I had my phone with me. <laughs> for about uh, 10 or 15 minutes. So I immediately got out, uh, went to the kitchen, got a bag full of rice, which I put my uh, phone into, was proceeded to uh, be informed that I was the third person that day to ask for a bag of rice. Stupid. Left my phone in there for about three days, uh, still couldn't get it to turn on or charge. <laughs> got back here, had it checked out. It was recommended not. It was iPhone six and uh, iPhone needed shit. a new battery, a new screen, a new earpiece. Stupid. Hey, you know what would happen if I jumped in the pool with my Samsung? Nothing, because it's water resistant. Well, yours is. This model is my. The next model of iPhone would have been water resistant. Again, they finally clued in after Samsung did it. So, I don't have a cell phone. I haven't had a cell phone for, uh, like I said, the week. What are you going to do? My sister-in-law, who actually came on the trip, um, is due for an upgrade. So, this weekend, she is going in to, to s hopefully upgrade her phone. And uh, in which case, she'll give me her iPhone 6. But I've lost all my passwords. I don't know phone numbers. Haven't got text messages. Uh, don't know appointments I got booked. Blah, 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 blah. So fucking... I thought I'd be okay with it. The only good thing is when I'm out, my wife can't reach me. But then there's times when I'm out and I need to get her opinion on something and... Uh, you know, no pay phones anywhere. Not that I would touch one because they're disease-ridden. Of but. course, yeah. <laughs> and we do know that Joe cannot make many decisions on his own. So this has been something else. You know, I have my old phone. You can take that over. Yeah, but you have Samsung. Well, your your phone that was, if the temperature <laughs> dropped below 20 degrees, it would shut <laughs> off for some reason? Well, we're in spring now. It's fine. <laughs> I'll let you know after this weekend. <clears throat> Definitely, you're not just going out and buying a new one? I can't because I, a few months ago, uh, my wife switched us, the, my wife switched her, me, and the mother-in-law. Bell had a special plan where it was like $60 each. Uh, we'll give you your phone plan plus 10 gigs of data. You, uh, you told me you didn't get in on that. No, she did. Prick bastard. So that was like a Don't limit. Don't tell me anything. Well, I found out after. <coughs> that was a limited. There it is. That's fake cough I was talking about. That was a limited time thing. I think I caught your cough. Yeah. 
So now, if I want to maintain that $60 plan with that, with that uh, data, uh, data package, I have to buy my phone outright. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't do the, the you know two year plan and maintain the sixty dollar thing. Yeah. So I'd have to do a new plan, then get a whole new data plan, and if I even wanted anything close, I'm going over a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which is completely ridiculous. So uh, that's why I'm hoping my sis- my sister in law gets this. Uh, but the thing with that though is like eventually. You know, your phones get sluggish and you have to upgrade your phone. Well, Apple phones do, for sure. They're programmed to. So then you're, then you're fucked and you have, we're going to lose this $60 plan then. Yeah, unless you keep buying. Unless we buy outright. <laughs> and then, dude, you know how much that iPhone 10 costs? 1200 Yeah. $1,200. <laughs> then you put tax on that. Then you're yeah. definitely buying the Apple protection plan on that. <laughs> so it's like, holy fuck, can I buy a laptop then? Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, it's the funniest thing I heard about the next iPhone. They're finally, uh, oh, we're going to have gesture controls and no touch controls. It's like, oh, yeah, the thing Samsung's been doing for the last four years. But I don't They're want finally, that stuff. Okay. I don't. The only thing with the iPhone 10 I don't like is... It's uh, like the whole, it's full screen, right? Like everything is mm-hmm. the display. You know how your phone you got the bottom part that's got the the touch yeah. section, like that's only eliminated too. It's yeah. like the the entire thing is actually a full display. It doesn't have the uh, the thumb uh, thumbprint recognition. It's face recognition. Right. Yeah, which I don't want to always have to hold it up to my face for the thing to turn on. I rather have the option of just you know touching yeah. it with my thumb getting the imprint and then yeah and isn't there lighting issues too like you're if you're in bed you know is there going to be enough light yeah to, that could be an issue and too that, right? and it probably does but it may take like a second and a half rather than the thumbprint which was kind of instant so if i was to get a phone it'd probably be the eight because it still has that thumbprint t- oh. button time to get off the apple train i consider that oh good i love my phone Yeah. Do the trouble it, is, man. everything I have is Apple. Do it. Yeah, the computer you complain about. I got the computer. I got the iPod. The I, computer's a billion years old. I got the iPad. I got uh, Apple TV, blah, blah, blah. Indoctrined. So it's like, fuck. I can't. Anyway, I just hope I get this. She gets a new phone. She can give me her iPhone 6. And everything will. And my SIM card still works, hopefully. The biggest thing we discovered yesterday is uh, the STC storage lockers combinations have been lost in your old phone. Well, <laughs> a portion of them have been temporarily lost, hopefully. One's a key. I got one memorized. Uh, two are memorized, and then I think two more, and that still leaves like uh, four or five. Yeah, it'll be funny when people see you going to the lockers with giant bolt cutters. So I need, a, I need to uh, possibly rent a bolt cutter. <laughs> you can rent those, right? From like uh, Lowe's or Home Depot? I, you know, are they that expensive to buy? 
probably they're like big fucking pruning shears. That's probably a. When am I ever going to use a bolt cutter again? Well, why would I spend like fifty bucks on it? Probably the rental will be at least fifteen, that's twenty. F- that's fine. Or the buy the tool outright for forty, maybe. And then sell it. Or keep it till the next time you need it. Gently used once. <laughs> Brand new bolt cutters. Yeah, maybe right. Just buy it and then, uh, and then Chris Roberts it. Hey, oh. Oh, yeah, I want to say big a shout out to uh, my buddy Chris Roberts. Yeah, big thank you. Uh, I got to give him a thank you because I reached out to him in the privates about uh, an email, uh, an eBay thing that's been going on with me, someone trying to force a return. You want to so, talk about that? No, it's, no, it's no big deal. <clears throat> so I just reached out to him yeah, on there's that fake off. his opinion. And he told me to stay firm and keep calling so eBay. So tell the story then. Well, we're I out, found it interesting. We're out of time. Don't worry about the time. See. This is what I'm interested in. I'll this, save this, it for next this, week. Uh, this eliminates. Uh, oh, then you can do a follow up to be next concluded. Next week we'll know what happened. Then you go be too concluded next week. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> People don't need to know. They can tune into Dollar Dorks for this kind of story. Why? You're going to be on Dollar Dorks now? No. But why? What's wrong with Dollar Dorks? No, I led that show. I was on the premiere episode, if you recall. No. My coffee that you have half and half with cream is cold and I want to heat it up so my throat doesn't close up. Yeah, yeah, eBay, there's just a guy that wants a return and I don't think it's uh, I don't see the point of it and so I just reached out. Yeah, but you asked. You're selling a item (laughs) and the item doesn't work with uh, what he's trying to hook it up to. And he was saying that you'd, he doesn't think that this item that you sold is specific for this model. Okay, here we go. It was a Guitar Hero dongle. And the guy says, yeah, this doesn't work. You, mu- I think you sent me the drum dongle instead. So I said, okay, well, sorry about that. Why don't you show me a picture of what I sent you? And he wouldn't send a picture. And so then I got on the horn with eBay couple times first time they said well try and work it out you know the best thing is a refund everyone's happy that way but as the seller you get dinged for the shipping coming back however ebay did say if you've got the item back and found it does work fine ebay would refund you the shipping i don't know if that's true or not and then uh, you know i vented to chris roberts a bit and you know call him again see what happens you get someone new tell the story again just continue to be kind and you know, not pushy on the phone. So I did. And the next person looked at it again. She's like, yeah, and I see you've sold many of these before. And he's not even sending you a picture. And I say, yeah, like, well, strip all the, everything else away. My ad is just for a part. Here's a part. Here's a model number. You buy it or you don't. I don't know what you're going to do with it. Maybe you're going to, you know, try to attack hack a speaker together or dissect it for something else or use it for a guitar hero i don't care it's not up to me i'm selling a part at a model number do whatever you want with it it's not my concern i have no control over their equipment to know how it handshakes with their equipment so what's that got to do with me as a seller she's like yeah totally i'm gonna side with you and uh, in a couple days we'll close the We'll close the case off. I'll call you and let you know if everything went okay. So 
still waiting for that phone call. That'll be today at some point. Hmm. Now, of course, this, as we've learned before, the last time I went through this on the show, the buyer can still go through PayPal, which supersedes all of this to get his money back. PayPal will seize the money out of my account and just give it to him as a return. And I will have little choice in that matter. As we learned the last time we went through this. Yes. It... But at least this way, the eBay route, she closes the case in my favor. It blocks him from being able to give me negative feedback. Could you have left him negative feedback? I don't know yet. And I'll ask her that today if she calls me. Hmm. I'm surprised people are even leaving feedback at all anymore. Well, I wanted to bring up too... Uh, I also, on the vacation, finished uh, book two of my Lord of the Rings series, The Two Towers. Oh, yeah? So now I'm on to uh, Return of the King. I also picked up another variant version of uh, The Hobbit for my uh, Lord of the Rings collection. Will we be seeing that in a pickup video? No. Because uh, I put it away already. Uh, what else? So are you ready to revisit the Lord of the Rings trivia? No. That you just did so well on? Lembus bread. Yeah. Did you finally learn what that is? I knew what that was, Brad. Okay. It was the bread given to uh, the two hobbits from Lothlorien. Yeah, everyone knew that. Wrapped in that leaf. You did not. <laughs> uh, oh, I also watched uh, Warcraft and the latest Star Wars movie. Uh, Warcraft, piece of shit. Uh, Star Wars, uh, I've seen again in some form or fashion within any of the other previous Star Wars movies. So there's nothing new there. Uh, they saved it at the end. Uh, the first half was... I almost didn't watch the last half of the movie. I was so completely bored. And as I had said, everything that they've been showing was previously shown in some fashion or another. The, uh, you saw it, right? Yeah, we don't need to give anything away, though. All right. There's that one scene in the space with the... Uh, this won't ruin anything, but the jump to light speed that I thought was completely fantastic that they, they've never shown anything like that before. I don't know the what Star you're Wars talking movies. about. I'll, I'll talk to you off the air about it. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of ridiculous things that happen in that movie. Uh, it's, dude, I don't know. I don't know what's with that series now. Why can't they think of anything original? Well, I thought like the whole showdown at the end was original. It was a good twist. But we can't really get into it. Yeah, though. <sighs> yeah, you can't get into it. Fuck. Well, we'll revisit it in a year. Give everyone time. Um, I like how you spent this whole tropical uh, no. paradise vacation barricaded in your room watching movies and reading Lord of the Rings. No, what I was reading animal. reading by the pool. He's uh, a wild and crazy guy. Thor and Justice I watched on the flight down. Uh, Thor and Justice? Justice League. Star Wars I watched on the flight back. Warcraft I just watched at home because it was on the PVR. Uh, dude, was there... And I came back home. Apparently I missed some huge uh, windstorm that came through our yeah, region. There was, yeah. We I came home and there was... Uh, on, this, on the... If you're facing my house, the left side roof... I lost like a four by four patch 
four by four like square foot patch of uh, shingles. Oh. Where they're completely blown off, and you can see uh, the uh, particle board or plywood oh. board or whatever it is. Wow. So that was a four hundred dollar repair job. You got on that right away. Yeah, I called like the next day, and the guy came. It's, we had used this guy before, and he was in the local area at that time anyway. Apparently, he said he's, he's been doing. He has done like forty houses. Yeah, I imagine because of that storm. So it was nothing like even under the shingles. No, completely blown off. Do you think? Well, did you put that roof on, or was it already? No, you didn't was, have to redo the roof. That's the original roof. Yeah, shouldn't there be something under the shingles, like the tar paper and all that jazz? I don't know if that's a necessity or not. It's, I know what you mean, like that black yeah. uh, paper they lay down. Again, I don't know if, if uh, home builders are required to put that on the roof or not. I know it's a plus, mm. but um, so anyway, that was $400 repair. Uh, so it looks like we're getting our roof done this year. You have to get it done. It's time? It's there's parts of our roof where it's definitely super brittle. Mm. You got some lifties happening? Some oh, yeah. curlies? Yeah. Uh, not really curling, but stuff is extremely brittle. And this isn't the first roof repair we've had to do. Mm. But you have other stuff you got to do on you know, the windows. Which we're, we got to cut back on one window, which will help offset some of the roof costs. Well, maybe your windows are, you're looking at too high of a, are they golden encased magical windows? Well, they're the automated ones that okay. with, uh, I'm done. with sensors and. I'm done. I'm just kidding. They're not automated. The regular yeah, fucking right. windows. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think so. The regular windows. I, I was going to, did you look into like there's a rebate on windows? That's why we're doing the windows okay. now because yeah. the rebate may not be there for much longer depending on yeah. who goes into power right yeah i saw that i thought i'd mention it and the rebate's only good for 10 windows right it's not like you can do and it's only certain windows right the high efficiency windows which are they more are, expensive they have to be high fit they're high efficiency windows that have to be used though when we got our original quote last year with the non-high efficiency windows, like just the medium windows, this rebate with these high efficiency windows quote that we just got is actually cheaper than the quote we got last year. Well, that's good. But you're still looking, when you're doing windows, you're ballparking like a thousand a window. It's just, that's what it is basically. And if you're looking, you can get like the cheaper windows, but you're gonna you're only gonna save like maybe a hundred or two hundred bucks a window, so you're fucked. It's just price, just save for a thousand a window. And uh, but again, we got builder grade windows. The house is now sixteen years old. Not all of them are shot, but the ones that we're replacing are in the kids' rooms and our bedroom, so they need to be done. They're shot. So, yeah, fucking getting raped in the ass with that. And uh, I was looking at getting my son his uh, new bike because he's outgrown the current one that he has. 
not to mention the training wheels broke on it and it's just it was the guy across the road gave it to us it was perfect for his age when he was like uh uh you know like four or five and now he's uh outgrown it so i was out pricing bikes the other day we were looking at 20 inch bikes and uh, even that he's too small for a 20 inch bike which is like the next upgrade up. So we got to go for 18 inch. I obviously would say don't buy a brand new bike. Well, we ended up not doing it. My wife found one on, um, you know, her Facebook selling site. Yeah. 40 bucks. Yeah. It's the 18 inch mountain bike that we were looking for. Good. And uh, they listed it as very gently used. So... 40 bucks instead of like 150 bucks is better than nothing, I guess. At least this way, I don't have to worry about him scratching it and stuff like that. Scratching what? Well, the bike. Who gives a shit if he scratches the bike? Well, when you buy something brand new, you'd like it not to be, uh, oh my God. you know, scratched up and, and roughed up right away. Let's keep it nice for a little Come bit. Come on, dude. We can't go on the trail with this. It'll get muddy. Well, I don't like taking... I take my mountain bike on the trails, but not if it's muddy or if it just rained or anything like that. I like a nice dry trail, and I don't like taking my bike out in the rain. Are we done yet? I've I've had <laughs> so much of you already. All right, let's wrap this one up. Thanks again, everybody. Hope you appreciated episode number 180. Oh, my God. We're at 180, right? So that means... Let's, uh, let's Fandango it. Who? What? Who? That means, like, we are in the final stretch to 200, so we have to start thinking of what's going to happen. So I'd like to uh, personally reach out to the listenership, and uh, if you have any ideas, or more importantly, want to do stuff, for us that would involve no work on our part to help us celebrate episode 200 please feel free to come up with some ideas and send them in and use the hashtag road to 200 stc no can you think of something easier road to 200 no. road go stc pod 200 okay i guess that's pretty easy Road, uh, mountain path to STC. This is the road to it. This is bicentennial STC pod two hundred. We have, we have twenty weeks, I guess, to come up with you something. Do you think that's enough time? You remember the last milestone that we tried to arrange stuff well early, and no. then it was uh, wow. last minute as usual. Which one was that? I don't know. There's a lot of milestones. I only remember sixty nine. All right, I'm Joe. You can find me on Twitter at ACDecepticon. We had a great 100th episode. Remember when Curtis came on and narrated a big song? Oh, yeah, show. thanks that to my buddy good. Curtis. I forgot that he did that for me. I thought, forgot Curtis did that for me. I, I didn't have to ask. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SDCPod and look at our YouTube channel slash Start to Continue where there's always some new material showing up. And if you're buying off of Amazon, go to stcpod.com. Get the big link at the top. Uh, minute portions of your purchases goes toward us uh, 
getting better uh, equipment and all that goes towards the show. Well, a commish. They don't have to pay more. A commish comes yeah. off. Yeah. That's yeah. what I said. All right. They know how it works. Okay. Is that it? Post and post it. Children be That's what this